Hello. So tonight we have a guest co-host because unfortunately Marcy was not feeling well today. Um, so she is not able to join us. Um, and I have just, there we go. All right, just checking, double checking. We actually went live. I see we have a few people joining us tonight. So um, I'm going to introduce our special guest co-host real quick. Her name is Michelle. She is typically our moderator on YouTube for us. Um, but when Marcy wasn't able to make it, she popped in and um, and helped me out. So thank yeah. you for being Michelle. Thanks, Dee. <laughs> this is fun. Usually I'm just behind the scenes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So while we're waiting for a few more people to join us, hopefully, I'm going to go ahead and run our intro. Welcome, Welcome to Umbrella Rebellion. I'm Marcy. And I'm Dee. We are finding healing after leaving a cult. We will be discussing abuse and personal experience with the ATI, IBLP, and fundamental churches. Trigger warning. This podcast may contain descriptions of various forms of abuse. Please take care for your safety and well-being while you are listening. If the content becomes too much for you to handle, please turn this off. We hope to expose harmful teachings that lead to and justify abuse. With the hope that those that are experiencing abuse can find support and escape from it. Okay. Hello, Amanda. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Umbrella Rebellion. So tonight we are going to have, let's see, can I do, I think I might have to do this somewhere else. Hmm. I'm still learning StreamYard. Mm -hmm. um, we are going to have two topics. I was going to see if I can do a poll. Um, to see what y'all would like to, uh, talk about first. So we have on the agenda, um, Bobby Holt kind of covering some of the stuff that, um, I have found that she has commented on some things that she, um, said during the trial. I did get a copy of the transcript and I was going to go ahead and share that as well. There was a few things. I didn't want to go through the whole thing. Oh. Uh, but there were a few things in the transcript that I um, found, like, specific, like, I don't know. It was, just, it was like, go Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, when I heard the testimony, like, some people had, you know, read over it. And so um, I kind of just wanted to highlight a few of the things that I was like, all right, Bobby, I, I like this. So, um, so yeah, so that's what we're going to be doing tonight. And then also um, kind of going into a deep dive on the BillGothard.com website because, oh my gosh, the abyss that is that website, it is uh, so triggering. <laughs> so triggering. <laughs> so definitely 
If you have been personally affected by Bill Gothard and don't want to see anything that he has to say on the internet, Mm -hmm. when we get to that topic, I suggest you go ahead and back out because, yeah, I think I was getting a little triggered myself and, you know, um, yeah, it's kind of stupid what he was saying. So, um, there was something I was wanting to look up for a second and I forgot what it was now. So, um, well, Michelle, since you are our guest co-host, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the Rebels? Okay. Love that we're Rebels. That's such a freedom word for me. Um, <laughs> so I'm Michelle. Um, probably you, a lot of you would know, um, if you've been around headquarters back early 2000s, um, and Verity as well probably would have known my older brother and sister. I am the fourth of five children. Um, we started with IVLP um, like the mid 90s. So I was seven years old and um, I was probably around 15 when we technically left, but we didn't totally leave for various reasons. Um, and for me, I can't comment on like any of my, my family's story. That's, that's their story. But um, for me, I actually didn't start realizing that it was a cult until about two years ago, a little over two years ago, when um, my best friend, Amanda, who's in the chat there, um, sent me um, a YouTube video. Uh, what was it called? the cult next door which is great and i was watched it and i was like totally triggered and i'm like oh i was raising a cult cool (laughs) so it's kind of been a lot of therapy since then and yeah here we are (laughs) (laughs) all right so how so how long has it been since y'all have been in the cult Technically, not since probably 2004, but... Okay. Yeah. But those belief systems run deep in my family, so... Yes, yes. I totally understand and and agree with that. (laughs) It is very hard to dismember and dismantle some of the bad teachings that we were subject to, so... Exactly. All right. Well, um, if anybody wants to chime in and I cannot figure out how to do a poll, I have to do that another day (laughs) Um, and just let us know, you know, which topic you want us to dive into first. Is it the the abyss that is gothard.com or would you like me to um, jump into the Bobby Holt topic? So, um. We shall see. Let me think. There was something that I was thinking about. Yeah, my ADHD is like on hyperdrive today. And <laughs> Michelle and I were, were chatting before the live. And um, we both have ADHD. And both of our meds have run out by this time yep. of night. So. This is going to be fun. This is going to be 
This is going to be interesting and fun. No filter. Um, hello, Amy. Hi, Amy. Uh, she says, Bobby Holt, she was a rock star at the trial. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have one vote for Bobby Holt. <clears throat> All right. Uh, D. Smith says, Bobby Holt sounds interesting. All right. Okay. Well, let's start on the Bobby Holt thing. Um, so I am going to go ahead and start with the pre-trial. Ah, I have to do. Still learning this thing. Um, let's see. Window. Okay, this is the window I want to share. I guess when you change what you want to share, you have to actually change it. Okay. So this is the pre-trial. Uh, transcripts, and this is being shared with us uh, via the SOJO files. So, big shout out to SOJO files for uh, sending that to me so I can share it with y'all. Um, so there was a few things, and I, I'm like, I don't want to put anybody's phone number or addresses, so even the lawyers have blocked them out. Um, so I highlighted a few things that she had said in the court that I found interesting and, but her, her testimony was basically trying to be like not included because of privilege, um, conversation, you know, they would try to argue that she was, um, in a position of authority at the church, right? In that, and that the Duggars were trying to, um, when they had the conversation with the Duggars that it was for the purpose of counseling in the capacity of a leader of the church counseling type thing. Um, so Miss Marshall is the prosecutor from what I understand. And then the other one, what's the other one's name? I forget. Let's find it. Let me go back up here. I'm not good at court documents because they really don't ever um so for the plaintiff roberts and marshall and then for the defendant is um gelfand and murphy so um a lot of this back and forth is between like when bobby holt is on the stand was between gelfand and um which we call it miss marshall so all right, so I'm just going to go ahead and read it, and um, I cannot see the chat, so um, if you want to um, just let me know if you see anybody saying anything specifically that's interesting, just, you know, stop. Um, I need to get a better setup where I could have, like, multiple monitors and have, like, a whole, like, <laughs> station. <laughs> One day. <laughs> One day, one day, goals, goals. Speaking of goals, I would like for us to hit a thousand subscribers this month on YouTube. Yeah. And we are like 204, five, depending on the hour and who jumps in and jumps out, subscribers away. So if you enjoy our if you enjoy our content, go ahead and, you know, share it right now since we're live and uh, get your friends to come join us. Um, right. Hey, Dee, there, mm. yeah, the people in the chat are saying that your audio is garbled. Oh, no. Okay. Let me see if I can fix that. 
Oh, it might have been the screen share. Oh, maybe. He was throwing it off because you were fine before. Okay. So can you um? Oh, can you let me know if it is better? Is that better, guys? It's better for me. It is okay. I'm not sure. It was okay at first, just started. So I know that another creator was having static issues when she was screen sharing as well. Mm -hmm. um, it's better? Okay. Okay. All right. So I did the automatically adjust volume. So, all right. Awesome. Okay. Maybe okay. that'll fix it. Great. Okay. So back to the um, transcript. Miss uh, mm -hmm. Marshall, so... Bobby Holt told the stand, and Ms. Marshall is the prosecutor, and she asks Bobby Holt, first, how long have you known Josh's parents, Jim, Bob, and Michelle? She says at least 36 to 37 years. Mm -hmm. um, and they kind of, basically, they're trying to establish, like, the history of how they knew each other and their relationship together, and mm -hmm. also argue the whole um Gosh, brain. Authority in the church thing. So, um, so tell the court a little bit about that. Um, so that was in reference to like how they knew each other. We went to church together. We were pretty much best friends all through the years. And we spent pretty much every day together. So um, when you have a lot of kids, I guess. And you homeschool, you know. <laughs> particular families will, you know, spend a lot of time together. So then she yeah. went on to say that our oldest daughter and Josh were boyfriend and girlfriend for a period of time. And then the um, prosecutor asked, How old would your daughter have been? 14. And how old would Josh have been? 14. Ooh. Apparently, they're like a couple days apart which you know for iblp ati families 14 seems a little young to be yeah paired. i was gonna say like in our family it was all like in like our iblp circles too it was all like you know dedicate your teen years to jesus and then when you're 20 your guy will magically show up so my, right. my guy still hasn't shown up, so you know. <laughs> I got the wrong one first, and I traded it in. <laughs> what happens? To you? Um, yeah, yeah. All right. So then, yeah, the prosecutor went on to say, "Would you have considered them best friends?" Which she already said, "Yes." Um, you also stated that you all went to church together. Is that correct? Yes, and that's kind of where the whole. Um, authority thing came in so they ask whenever you attended church with the duggars did you ever hold a position of authority within the church no ma'am were you ever a pastor of the church um no <laughs> no ma'am <laughs> were you ever an elder of the church no ma'am and i mean we all know being in the fundamental world that that was not even a possibility and so I mean, I get when people outside of the community would try to push it, but it had to be pushed by Duggar because yeah. it was lawyers 
And we all know that they know better. So it was just really a bizarre thing for them to even try and push. Um, were you ever on any sort of church council? No. Did you hold any sort of role besides parishioner with the church? No. So this is where um, Gelfin comes in and objects and um, that the statements were under the clergy privilege. So basically when you confess to your priest, pastor, elder of the church, that is supposed to be a privileged conversation, but also they're mandated reporters. So they're supposed to report, you know, accusations of abuse and, and stuff like that, which we know doesn't happen a whole lot. So they go on, blah, 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 all kinds of stuff. And, and the, the judge was kind of like, okay, we'll establish the basis where it wasn't this. If, you know, Ms. Marshall, like, established the, the facts around why the meeting was called and the participants, I guess. Yeah. So um, Ms. Marshall asked, Ms. Holt, let me ask you a different question. In March 2003, did you receive a call from Jim Bob Duggar asking you to come to his house? Answer, he called my husband and asked us to come over. Yes. Question. So he asked you and Mr. Holt to come over to his residence. Is that correct? Answer, yes, ma'am. Question, was it your understanding when you arrived there at the residence first, who all, without saying what happened, who all was there at the residence when you arrived? Answer, the only people I saw that I know of there were myself, my husband, Jim Holt, Michelle Duggar, Jim Bob Duggar, and Joshua Duggar. Question, when you had, did you, obviously they, you know, kind of misspeak sometimes, did you subsequently have a conversation that day with those parties? Answer, yes. Question, when you had the conversation, conversation were all of those parties that you just mentioned, Jim Bob Duggar, Michelle Duggar, Josh Duggar, and your husband, Jim Holt, all present during that conversation? Answer, yes. Question, was it your understanding that the conversation was happening because you were the parents of Josh Duggar's girlfriend? Answer, yes. Question, at the time, just to be clear, did you hold any sort of position within the church as any sort of clergy role or role within the church? Answer, no, ma'am, never. Question, is that because you didn't want to or you were not allowed to? Answer, women weren't asked to be elders or pastors in our church. And we all know that is 100% correct. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Explain so that one then, court, <laughs> what's that? Explain that one in court. <laughs> I know. It's like, yeah, I mean, ugh. it's kind of hard for people outside of it to really understand how, like, that it was just not an option. And, and yeah. I get why they would want to try and make it an option, you know, because yeah. without her testimony, then the past acts don't get, you know, factored in. Yeah. So, um, no so, right. So, Mr. Gelfin, this is the fence um it is my position that he was a church elder talking about um jim holt at the church and as a matter of substantive law was the equivalent of a pastor or a priest or a rabbi if the court may find so basically he was trying to say that an elder of the church would be just as um position of authority and privilege as a pastor which i'm not sure that i agree with that 
no. in and of itself. You know, because I think you can be an elder without necessarily having privilege conversation with your, you know, you might have some counseling capacity, but it's not like your role as an elder to be a counselor. Yeah, it would depend on the position. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, on the position, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And like if the pastor allowed you to have that position mm. as well, right? Depending on yeah, the true. True. All right. So then Ms. Marshall goes on to say um, that the testimony basically is going to prove that um, they were called to the residence because they were the parents of the girlfriend of Josh Duggar, not because Mr. Holt was an elder at the in the church. So, like, I guess they were trying to argue that they were trying to call them in for counsel and not necessarily saying, hey, my son did this and he is your daughter's boyfriend and we need to let you know that this is going on because oh. their relationship you know so um so that's kind of what i wanted to go over so thank you again to the social files for sharing that with us um it basically just keeps on going on and on and on about the back and forth between um prosecutor and defense and then it's eventually um, allowed to proceed and then she tells the details of what was said in that conversation and then also in a subsequent conversation that they had in um, was it Little Rock? Yeah, Little Rock when Jim Holt was in session. Hmm. So Ashley says, totally disagree. A pastor is usually educated and votes into his position. An elder is just some godly member of the church picked by the pastor to serve. Oh, you disagree that he would be in a position to have privileged conversation oh, okay. or counseling? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I guess it depends on the church. You know, all churches mm -hmm. um, are different, you know, but yeah, I, I kind of agree with that as well. To claim an elder yeah. equals a pastor is a big stretch. I, I kind of agree with that as well, Ashley, you know, so um, in most churches and especially in fundamental churches, it's basically you're an usher and you, you know, help the pastor in, you know, like church tasks, not necessarily in counseling other members. Hmm. So I get that. Yeah, in my church um, growing up, like my fundamentalist church was, um, there was like a whole bunch of elders, and they were basically like, like mini pastors. So <laughs> it was mm -hmm. like, there was the pastor, and then there was all of his elders who ran everything. And if they didn't <laughs> say, you know, what's going to happen. <laughs> so... Oh, men, of course. So, yeah, I think it just depends yes. on the church, too. Okay. All right. Okay. So, I am, then I am going to, since we went over that, I am going to share a comment on YouTube that I found. It is, um, so, a couple of months ago, the, I don't know if anybody has heard of Down the Rabbit Hole at Bedtime, um, 
she kind of featured us, Umbrella Rebellion, on her channel. And it, we were so honored because it drove a bunch of traffic to our channel. And we gained a lot of subscribers. So if you are coming from down the rabbit hole at bedtime, thank you for coming here. We appreciate you. But on that video, Bobby Holt actually made a comment. And I haven't really seen anybody ever, like, I haven't seen it popped up in my feed that anybody ever went over this. So let's just dive in right now and read this because it is interesting. All right. So Bobby Holt said, I'd like to clarify what was reported about Josh living with us. I did make the statement he stayed with us in Little Rock. But what I meant and further explained in the trial, which wasn't corrected in the media, was that he came to Little Rock for Jim to help him by talking and counseling with Josh. So it was basically Josh was coming up there and they were trying to help him with, I think this was at the time it went public, possibly. Um, I can't remember what year that was. Um, this was done by Josh interacting and working with Jim at the Capitol, but he never lived with us and wasn't allowed to be around our children by himself. We would take Josh to a different room to counsel with him. He didn't live in our home ever, nor did he ever spend the night. Even before we learned of his problems, then something else happened in Little Rock, which she doesn't ever really talk about, and Josh had to go back but it wasn't criminal. So I'm guessing there was some kind of disagreement or fight or who knows. And they're like, you got to go. Um, then something. Okay. So this was also around the same time frame that Josh explained what he did to Jane Doe for through our talks. So when they had their initial talk, in Jim, Bob, and Michelle's bedroom, it was kind of brushed over and, like, minimized, I guess, what they had said. And then it was in that conversation in Little Rock that it was more graphic and detailed about what actually happened. Um, so Amy says, this is how I heard about you all. Thank you. So glad to have you. <laughs> um, so, okay, let's see. So once we learned of his problems and then the lengths to which Jim, Bob, and Michelle tried to manipulate and cover them up, we separated with their family except through mutual acquaintances, which those eventually completely deteriorate, deteriorated as well because they did not believe that the sweet Duggars would ever deceive anyone and business acquaintances, Jim's high school reunions and mutual friends, parties and such, i.e. pictures of us on the internet. I hope that clears that up. <laughs> I love her little amazing. <laughs> oh man. So, you know, I was like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, oh, she like wow. really wants to make sure that we know like exactly what happened, which I know in a trial, sometimes like the questions don't lead down that road to like clarify yeah. it. And she did say she had clarified it and I didn't read the whole entire pretrial document. And then I didn't read the actual trial transcript to know like if there was ever like clarification in the trial. Yeah. But of <laughs> course, you know, the, 
the media is going to cover, you know, what they want. Yeah. I love how she's all like, just so you know, we're not affiliated other than acquaintances <laughs> anymore. And her whole like, the sweet Duggars, like, yeah. <laughs> like, you can, you can hear like and tell the frustration that yeah. she has with the Duggars through her communications lately. Yeah. And Amy asks, is Bobby and her husband still a fundamentalist Christian? I honestly don't know. By I did find her Instagram recently, and they're they're evidently still believers based on her posting. Um, I don't know if she still ascribes to cult teachings. Now I was listening and I, I may not be recalling correctly but i was listening to them on sojo files because she recently posted their first part of their interview with her and it sounded like they weren't part of the ati iblp cult but they were just Mm -hmm. mutual friends and so they kind of gravitated towards those people but i don't know if that's ever been clarified by them whether they were part of that cult and didn't seem like they hmm. still subscribe to some of it. So, like, they're in the cult, but not of the cult? Um, I mean, not even, mm-hmm. I don't even, I mean, I can't say, you know, because I don't know any, she has not shared anywhere that I could find whether they were affiliated ever or still or, you know, but, I mean, they went to the same church Mm-hmm. You know, and that's how they knew them, but they didn't say like, well, we homeschooled and we used the same curriculum ever. Right. So maybe they were just, so, you know, church buddies and their church believed similar things. So, Right. Which most, you know, most people in ATI and IBLP would find a church that was similar to the beliefs mm-hmm. because why would you not teach it in church what you teach at home? Exactly. Yeah. So that's why we were all fundies too. Yeah. <laughs> Fundamental Baptist. <laughs> um, okay. So I also wanted to share some of her Instagram posts that she shared throughout, like I think before the trial. If I, I think if I have the dates right, I think these posts were like right before the pre-trial all the way up until after sentencing. So I'm just going to um, find my place so I can read and then we're just going to talk about it. All right. So this one I believe was in December and it says, speak the truth, even if your voice shakes, which, you know, I can only imagine how nerve wracking that was for her to get up on that and number one speak against her lifelong best friends um Mm -hmm. and also um you know speak the truth because nobody else was you know yeah um that's huge she doesn't really have a caption on this one it was just the comments um let's 
So that was just a comment. I thought that was for some reason I thought that was her like um caption, but it wasn't. All right. So mm-hmm. this one. Um let's see. So I think this one was like right after the pre-trial or after the trial. I can't remember the exact date. Um, I can go back and find it. Let me see if I have that written down somewhere. Mm-mm-mm. No, I didn't write it down on this. I, I just changed computers, so I had it written down on my old computer, but I didn't transfer. Oh, no. <laughs> um. Okay, so I just wanted to say how grateful we are for all the love and support you have all given us over the last couple of weeks. It truly means the world. Please continue to pray for us as we move forward in this phase of life where we can finally hold our heads up and feel heard and believed. 18 plus years we've been trying to get people, authorities, friends, family to listen to what we've known and finally somebody has. So it truly means the world to us and we are so grateful to you all. Please continue to pray for the Duggars as well, especially the children, Anna and her children. They need your support as well. And those who've not had a voice, who's not been heard or believed, We spoke for you. You are loved. You are strong. Never let anyone silence you. Hold your head, hold your head held high and know we are cheering for you. We love you all, Jim and Bobby. Man. Wow. Eighteen plus eighteen years and counting, right? That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, Eighteen and counting. Wow. What's that? Eighteen and counting. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, no. D- I mean, just being so frustrated for so many years that you knew all of the details and nobody believed you and the voice of the Duggars were stronger than your voice. That's so it so was like you had no- Yeah. Yeah. All right, so then we have another one. Uh, guilty on so that that was probably around the trial. So this mm-hmm. one was um at the end when he was found guilty on both counts. Justice for Jane Doe's one, two, three, four, and five. God is a God of justice, and finally somebody believed us. I mean, that's got to be so amazing, like the catharsis of yeah, just finally being heard and believed and like, okay, I finally have done my duty and shared what I shared to the people who can do something about it. Wow. <laughs> like about time. Right. All right. So I think this was after sentence. Yeah. Sentencing. Um, I wrote some notes for Jim and I, what I had been feeling about the sentencing that was coming up, but I wasn't able to post it because of technical difficulties. But I revised it and will post it here. Josh James Duggar, sentenced to 12 years, 7 months. While being at the sentencing of Joshua today, there's lots we have been praying about and a big decision made by Judge Brooks. My heart hoped the judge would take into account that Joshua has had all his loved ones believe in him, friends who feel 
He's a great man and father to encourage him. All the money needed and more than enough time to get the real therapy he's needed long before now. Mm -hmm. Sentencing only five years would have been a spit in the face to the victims, which is what the defense suggested. It's been seven years since admitting, not because he was remorseful, but because he was caught, to cheating and being addicted to porn. 2015 Mm -hmm. Ashley Madison hack. All the while, parading around like a God-fearing, loving husband, father and friend, and supporter of widows. (laughs) That's Hmm. a little dig at his his uh, letters about him helping that widow. Yeah. Also in 2015, let's not forget the case of the lawsuit that was brought against him from one woman he cheated with. I don't know why she had to say this. The stripper that was paid off to be silent and drop the case. Like, does it really matter what her profession was? Bobby, come on. That kind of, that kind of met, that kind of like frustrated me about it. But I mean, I understand like, yeah, she still has, you know, holds the belief that that's wrong. And I mean, like, I'm not going to judge anybody for what they choose to do for her profession. That's just not, not what I do. Well, yeah. And like, what does it matter who he cheated with? Like what she does. Right. Like, right. Exactly. Person. <laughs> yeah. Because he has been trusted, privileged, coddled, protected, and favored his whole life, he's only gotten worse. That is so 100% spot on. He's really just been masquerading as someone else. No wonder he had letters of support. Had it not occurred to them, he's fooling them, but he has Mm -hmm. hoodwinked them. I don't know that he really has. I I think it's pride. That keeps them from admitting what he really is because of what it says about them. Yeah. Yeah, because they don't want to, like, admit that they raised a terrible person, right? So. And and enabled it. Yeah, enabled it because they just, you know, keep it all in the family. We'll counsel him ourselves. Heaven forbid he goes Mm -hmm. to therapy. (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. And get help that actually helps. Yeah, exactly. Um, I truly didn't think even 20 years was enough when 19 hasn't been. I mean, that's a good point. He's had 19 years to turn his life around and he didn't. Mm-hmm. That's true. No telling what he would do next had he only gotten five years. But I truly feel Judge Brooks was a very fair and considerate judge and had already considered all I listed above, except the fact that some of his family has only enabled him, which I agree with her on that for sure. Yeah. You know, and to all who wrote letters for him, you define a man with what he does in secret than what he does openly. To do justice and judgment is more acceptable to the Lord than sacrifice. So grateful justice has been served and more children have been heard. Jim and Bobby Holt. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anybody got thoughts on those? (laughs) Oh, man. It's just. Yeah. Um. Just, I mean, 
It's like the floodgates opened of her soul and she was able to bear all of her truth, you know, through the hearings, Mm -hmm. through her social media posts. And um, sorry, my hair gets all kinds of crazy sometimes. Same. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And, you know, just like, I really feel like it was her goal to say what all of the victims have not said or have not been allowed Mm. to say for all of these years and like speak for them, which I think is amazing. And she kind of did say that in her, her her stuff. So, yeah, I love that. She like even names the unnamed ones, like the ones that he's not like getting convicted for because Mm -hmm. statute of limitations and all that jazz. But like, she's just like, you know, this happened finally someone's listening and it's not i mean we've said before it's 12 years isn't long enough to make up for all of that but no but i really hope it's not the least they could give him so exactly and in like i don't know if any of y'all watch emily d baker but she kind of pinpointed it you know as being a former prosecutor you know like he has no priors on record like yes he has prior acts and they were considered but it's not a official criminal record that could be considered Mm -hmm. you know um and, and i think you know as far as it like honestly as far as some of the sentencing i've seen for similar issues i think it was pretty middle of the road and fair considering i mean a lot of times judges just slap you on the wrist and be like don't be a bad boy yeah so um you know very i think the judge definitely considered all of it fairly when he sentenced so or she i can't remember if it was a man or woman yeah so yeah it was um, fair yeah all right so we are 42 minutes into this so (laughs) is it time for us to (laughs) deep dive into the abyss that is billgothard.com trigger warnings here we go (laughs) Yes, please. If you have ever been, um, if you have ever been affected by Bill Gothard and have no desire to hear anything that the man ever says, and I will be sharing a statement that directly, um, I guess, is directed at the women that brought a suit against him. So if you happen to be one of those women and you don't want to hear what he has to say about you, I suggest you go ahead and peace out. Yes. Um, P35 Flash. Hey, how is it going? Welcome back. Oh my gosh. Bill's picture is the same one he used in the... Yes! This is why we think he never ages. He does. He just uses the same picture over and over. I have to... um, let me let me go have to let me get this off and I am gonna go pull up a very, very interesting thing that y'all might not know exists. Probably not. <laughs> Cause I just recently saw it. I mean, not that I ever went, you know, 
looking for it. Also, um, FYI, y'all are getting my genuine responses to everything. <laughs> I had no time to prepare for this. <laughs> no, because I texted her like two hours ago and I was like, hey, Marcy isn't feeling well, so <laughs> could you help me out? So, all right, here we go. This is his Facebook page. Ooh. I don't know if I believe this existed. What? Last post was in 2015. Oh no, that was what? that was a pinned one. So, um, to this is from 2021, July. Oh, I have seen that one. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. obviously he's not writing this. It's some kind of moderator that writes this, and they do not allow any dissent on this page at all. Um, so this is his 85th birthday in 2019. What? It doesn't look like it, does it? It looks like it's an old picture. Oh, pre uh, the picture from a pre-celebration last night. Or what do you mean, like 10 years ago? <laughs> uh, like, that could be any time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's weird. I know. Uh, listen to the YouTube video of him being kicked out of Big Sandy by the police. He sounds old. I, I have seen that one. And um, yeah, yeah, listen to it. So, and some of the comments are just so gross, you know. So, yeah, so it's like after his 85th birthday, nobody has posted his birthdays anymore. So, it's like a is he secretly like not living anymore and they're not telling us? <laughs> That's mm. <not> a feel. <laughs> <sighs> okay. That's so. a conspiracy theory to this. <laughs> right, right. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is testimonies. The amazing potential of your life calling, Embassy University, which is a whole nother rabbit hole i don't know if we're gonna get to it tonight but so how false accusations worked together for good mm. so yeah so after 50 years of giving seminars on basic youth conflicts in major cities across america and in other nations with over two and a half million attending a website was established with the stated purpose of destroying me and the ministry Yep. No. Right. This the stated purpose was to tell the truth of what you are, but okay, yeah. twisting. You twist everything. Why not that? Everything. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> this should not be surprising. <laughs> no, no, no. One of the founders of the website wrote, As long as Bill Gothard is at the helm, nothing will change. Well, he hasn't been at the helm supposedly for a while and not much has changed either other than them losing a ton of money the founders of the website recruited young women yes because they had to go out and find them because they didn't you know run into each other and just share stories who had been part of the ministry 20 years earlier and convinced them that i had sexually harassed them these same women had written marvelous letters of gratefulness to me during those 20 years, thanking me for being their best friend and bringing about the turning point in their lives and giving them help and encouragement. And they will always, that they will always remember. Yes, they can never 
get the memories of you out of their brain. Trust me. There was never a hint of harassment because there was none. Yeah. I met you briefly for three months and I can tell you that just your countenance was kind of creepy. Yeah. So, and yeah, I had the curly dark hair to save me from you. So, mm-hmm. and some worldly knowledge that a lot of people didn't because I joined IBLP as an adult. Mm-hmm. So at the time of him writing this, so that Covering Grace came out, I think yeah. like 2012, 13. So now seven years later, why am I rejoicing for their false accusations? Oh, please tell me, Bill. How can you spend this? The answer is that God has used their false accusations to get me back to the one message that he raised me up to teach and demonstrate with my life. That you're a false prophet? Okay. Um, Disgusting. <laughs> His hair looks suspiciously dark <laughs> for 85. No grays at all. I mean, some right? people don't gray, but... <laughs> sure yeah, but I feel dirty. like he would. I just feel like like his, I don't know, he should have grayed. No, I feel like he would totally dye his hair, even yeah. though he preached against it. So even though he told he could... everyone never to dye your hair, because gray is, what, the crowning glory of a man's old mm-hmm. age? Because he can't admit that he's old as fuck. Excuse my language. Yeah. <laughs> so they were brainwashed into think, thinking Aww. they got harassed. Um, No. You got that backwards, sir. Mm. <laughs> yes, sir. That is not the truth. Let's yeah. uh, brainwash more people into thinking that you are. Mm-hmm. So then he goes on about, you know, how he was, you know, called by God when he was a teen because, you know, right. if God calls you when you're a teen, it's definitely true. And, you know, you're so smart when you're a teenager. <laughs> um as the years went on, I became so busy with ministry that I stopped meditating every night on God's word, which he told us time and time and time and time again that he did it every single day. Yeah. So which He'll one's the line, Mr. Right? Mm-hmm. right? <laughs> um, God knew that if I did not get back to it, I would never fulfill his calling for my life. Oh, sir, I don't think you can ever do that because God has, doesn't want anything to do with you. Um, during the past seven years, by God's grace, I have not missed a single night of quoting one or two new verses of scripture to God while going to sleep. Because you, because God needs to hear you quote his own words. I think he knows them. <laughs> I mean, just how arrogant is that, right? Right. Like, God wants to hear my voice saying his words. Wow. Yeah. Um, D. Spence says, I guess what I find amazing is all the families followed this man, took advice from a man that was never married or had children. Right? Yeah. (laughs) And I do agree with you on that, but, you know, also in the the Bible, the apostle Paul was never married either, and he was called by God. So that was kind of like what he used to justify it, I think. Yeah. But he did have a lot of things. (laughs) 
Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Go to the link for Embassy University and look at point four. Yeah, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna get there. Um just you wait. <laughs> I'll I'll reference what you're saying when we get there. Okay, so all right. The results have been astounding. They're always like this, you know, after he went to the North Woods every year and got these revelations, it's always this amazing thing, right? Mm. God has revealed far deeper truths because the truths you already had that were so amazing weren't just deep enough for us. Obviously, you had to have deeper truths because you couldn't make money off of the stuff you've already produced. You had to produce new stuff. Got it. Uh, I wish I had known these truths 50 years ago. Let's twist scripture a whole nother way. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's probably just, it's probably the same shit, just in a different order. Oh, yeah. Uh, These powerful new insights have all come at night because God's not going to talk to you during the day. (laughs) I will wake up in the middle of the night and type them out. I don't understand why that's relevant or important or worth mentioning. Like, there's got to be something in his teachings that, like, well, yeah, didn't correlate. He he taught on that too. That like, um, like something like if God wakes you up in the middle of the night, that's I don't know somehow more of a spiritual moment than if God talks to you. Right, because you're quiet and like that's still in quietness. Yeah. And God speaks to you kind of verse. Yeah. Yeah. Still small voice. You know, you can't hear him unless it's at night. Right. Okay. So the result so far is the writing and publishing of 48 new books and over 171 page messages. These books and messages have been life-changing. Really? Because I'd like to see your life changed. If, you know. So, and then, you know. But, like, how is this any different than from, like, the time that he was like, oh, yeah, so in addition to all, like, 53 or 54 or whatever wisdom booklets, um, we're also going to learn, like, the 49 commands of Christ. Like, it's, it's just the same stuff. Different format. <laughs> yep. In a di- different package. God only yeah. has time to talk to Bill at night. Can't be interrupted <laughs> during his day job. No, I don't think God has any time for Bill. Funny, <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes on about the whole lawsuit and everything. And then... If you want to go look at it, I don't know if I'm going to read this because we're kind of, you know, I don't want to go too yeah. late tonight. But basically, he's, he says that this is actual letter that came from one of the victims. So, or two of them or whatever. So, and then, you know, what causes, you know, people, and this is a good one. <laughs> um, how, you know, basically, I don't know, just gross, just gross. It's just gross. Um, best friends to become enemies because he was everybody's best friend. How basic seminars gave freedom to cult members. But <laughs> it's like the gateway, no? Like to a cult. I mean, I'm not a cult, trust me. Is like that's what this vibe is. Yeah. Trust me. Trust but me. But he always said that too, right? He's like, people are gonna tell you that this in was here. in a cult. There's People actually gonna, something in yeah. here. Yeah. 
Did Gothard put himself on the same level as the man who wrote the Bible? I'm not surprised if he did, but really? What an ego. Totally exactly. Did. He totally yeah. did. Yeah. The cult draws followers away from their families. Yes, Mr. Gothard, like all of the children, you got to come to Oak Brook, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Illinois, whatever you want to call it. The basic seminar brings alienated family members back together. Yeah, when my parents forced me to go to move back into them, yeah, they forced me to back together with them. Yeah. Didn't help our relationship any, but sure. Um, a cult teaches their members to view government officials as en enemies. Yes, you did. You did that. The basic seminar explains that government officials are ministers of God and must be respected, prayed for, and obeyed. Uh, I mean, I remember that yeah, <laughs> I do. I remember like God given authority is also like government, but there's also like you had a homeschool curriculum and a lot of times you talk to people about or like there was teachings within your organization of how to like evade the yeah. law as a homeschooler. Yeah. Like so, the Duggars. Deal with it within your family. And it all magically so, gets solved. And then the whole Matthew, I think it's 18. Like, if somebody offends you, you do the Matthew 18. You don't go to the authorities right. and tell them what the person did. You try and solve it within the organization. And it's like, mm. no, no, that doesn't. No. Mm -mm. Isn't it common for people to go from cult mm. to cult? If they don't deconstruct from cult number one appropriately, they remain damaged and vulnerable to be sucked in and manipulated, manipulated by cult two. Yes. Um, I I agree with you, Ashley. Um, you know, I shared in one of our videos that um, not too long ago, I felt like my mom had joined another cult, okay. and um, what makes you susceptible, and I. Just in my own personal opinion, to cult teachings and cultness is previous trauma. And those who don't deal with their previous trauma and find healing from it, I feel are even more susceptible to following the next cult. So, you know, um, because I find that a lot of times the cults teach this fear-based answer like mm -hmm. be afraid of this boogeyman the hell the devil the world because i have the answer to keep you away from boogeyman right? right and so if you don't ever stop fearing the boogeyman because you have trauma and you're susceptible to fear and then you know you're more susceptible to, to joining, you know, and then you have kids like, you know, Michelle and, and Marcy who did not know anything different, you yeah. know, and they really don't have a choice, you know? So. Yeah. <sighs> a cult leader teaches things that are contrary to God's word. Yes, Mr. Gothard, <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> it's a true statement down here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, Mr. Gothard, you do get it right. <laughs> oh, man. The basic seminar bases 
every teaching on the total message of the Bible. No, it doesn't. It twists no. scripture. Don't get yourself wrong. It doesn't um, say in the Bible not to listen to rock music. <laughs> no, no, among it other not Another shorty and slip. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I mean, you know, <clears throat> when you try to convince people you're not something, but you do. <laughs> a cult leader demands total loyalty to himself and to his cult. The seminar ministry teaches total loyalty to God and the Bible. So why are you trying to peddle more stuff that's yeah. not associated with the cult? You're trying to get people to be loyal to you, the founder? If you have to say you're not a call, I feel like like you are. Right? right. <laughs> it, yes. <laughs> All right. So this goes into the teachings, basic, basic truths I wish I knew 50 years ago. Uh, blah 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 then the seven universal principles taught in the basic seminar so you wish you already knew what you already knew you already taught this Wait, so you that's wish you not already the knew? basic seminar that's knoxville that that is yeah you're right <laughs> um but you know he probably only has legal authority to use certain pictures or sure. he pulled them off the internet and stole them yep. <laughs> so yeah those seven principles <laughs> Then we go into another, <laughs> why so many oh. teens join a cult? And wasn't half your staff teenagers? Honestly. Again, if you have to say you're that you're not a cult, you are. Like, wow. Cults thrive on a passive mind. So my cult couldn't have been a cult because right. I kept everybody busy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> a cult appealed to the lust of the flesh. Your cult appealed to your lust of okay, your but flesh. like keeping every keeping everyone busy, like yeah, like overworked, <laughs> underpaid. But we don't talk about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh idle hands, you know. <laughs> Cults activate the fear of rejection, which all of your teachings are based on fear. So tell me how you're not a cult again. P P thirty five is that another forty and slip? Mm. <sighs> Cults instill lies in the gut brain of followers. Um, so like your teachings taught everyone to question their gut feelings and to not trust their initial assertion or observation of what you were teaching and you know you would always say you know oh well go search scripture and you'll see that i'm true but when people say that they're like oh well if he wants me to look at it he's got to be telling the truth so it's just a way to like right deceive you from actually doing the research and then don't trust anybody else because i have all of the books that are going to help you like in the all of the Greek and Hebrew definitions and like he always like in the wisdom booklets, he always gave like the definitions of that. So you didn't have to go outside of his organization to find the truth. Yeah. Because but, it was. But also he also like gave us his own definitions of things. Yep. 
So, because, you know, like the whole character search stuff was like, okay, give me the dictionary definition of attentiveness, but also give me the IBLP definition of attentiveness. And it's totally different things. Yeah. Or pick whatever definition applies to what you're trying to teach, you know, right. just like pick whatever verse out of context and without any cultural um, context yeah. to. You know, like, and and that's something I realized in my deconstruction is that mm -hmm. a lot of the cultural context was missing in these teachings of like, of how amazing it was for like, let's just go with the story of, you know, when the woman came at dinner time and washed Jesus's feet, right? Yeah. How much of a cultural like faux pas for lack of a better mm -hmm. word it was for her to touch a male participant in the apparent social standing she had based on the inferences of the bible yeah and she gave the little that she had to jesus and all of the pharisees were sitting there in judgment and jesus fussed at them and mm -hmm. accepted the faulty woman that just wanted to love on the lead, you know, the, the prophet or the Messiah or whatever, you know, like yeah. whatever she thought he was at the time, you know, and how much of a cultural, like just out of the box that was for him to respond to her that way, for him yeah. to respond to the Pharisees the way he did, you know, like, yeah. 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 So, read the Bible as long as you interpret the way I tell you to. <laughs> Critical thinking and outside analysis is not allowed. One thousand percent. One question: What is critical thinking? Because I feel like I learned how to do that last year. Like, not even joking. <laughs> He's projecting his own failures and lies onto other people and organizations. This is typical sociopathic and narcissistic behavior. Absolutely. I agree, P. Mm -hmm. um, D says, I think Gothard was very subtle in his teachings. Strip people of critical thinking. Don't mm -hmm. think for themselves. Follow your leader. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he, all of the things he's claimed the cult does, he he's done. You know, so cults use guilt to deaden the consequences of their followers. Yes. He, yes, they do. And you did. God. Oh, wow, man. Dead in your con. Yes, because. And then have the children not even know what abuse looks like or sounds no. like or feels like to not be able to discern that you were abusing children like mm -hmm. you know mm, yes yeah it, you are right you speak truth sometimes mr gothard you just apply it to everyone else but yourself and here is the um embassy university okay so Wait. p35 said to go to where was that uh, embassy university and look at point four do you see the 40 and slip regarding the blonde haired 25 year old <laughs> oh my god 
<sighs> okay, so first we have to say that the title of yeah, this what the post, heck? <laughs> I'm going to earn a PhD degree. Raise while your I sleep. hand if you have a real degree and you went through the entire IBLP curriculum. <laughs> Or even a high school equivalent right? education? Yeah, no. And not unless your parents supplemented heavily. Yeah. All right. So, oh, God, this one was good. Okay, so the age requirement for enrollment. So Embassy Re University rejects the myth of adolescence. So who here has watched Scientology in the Aftermath and how they feel about children? And, like, whether children should be treated differently than adults. Same thing here. Hmm. There is, you know, like, oh, okay, so myth of adolescence, which was developed by an evolutionist. So if it was, if it was developed by an evolutionist, then obviously it's completely wrong. Named G. Stanley Hall in 1890, which makes me want to go actually like Google this and find out. But I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole with y'all. So somebody Google it and tell me if this is true. <laughs> <laughs> and which does away with personal responsibility of teenagers. He's using the word teenager. Ooh, we're teenagers, not in the Bible. No, and that's <laughs> never like does that. <laughs> naughty, rebellious word. Teenagers yeah. are just rebels. Yeah, young they man, to rock young music. Woman. <laughs> this damaging theory violates the clear teaching of scripture and the history of successful nations that have passage from childhood to adult at the age of 12. Yeah. Which makes kind of like it does this scream pedophile to anyone else? Like I... this feels totally like um oh god warren jeff's in his child brides vibe what is this mm. like is this an actual university thing this is his university this his is university. His, you know give me give me money and i will give you a degree while you sleep so he just a made-up degree money. yeah 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 like he, requirements he shouldn't be allowed to call degrees. it a degree are you right? Mm. So, I mean, it should see, you know, it should say somewhere in here that this is an un, you know, like, what is that Un called? Unaccredited. Accredited. Yeah. This is unaccredited, so, not affiliated with an accredited college. So, okay. The number one and most important requirement is finding and quoting a scriptural rhema every night. Rama journals. Yeah. I mean, like, didn't we have all of this in IBLP and ATI? Yes, we did. Okay. Yeah. It's, just just, it's the same thing, different packaging. Yes. Right. Um, rewards, rewards for earning degrees from Embassy University. <sighs> You're going to have good success in every area of your life. Like, can you tell me, like, how much of your life? was successful because of ATI and IBLP, please. Goose egg. Who? Goose egg. Like, no. <laughs> Especially as a woman. 
Yeah. Uh, they will have outstanding character, wisdom, understanding, creativity, and decision-making abilities. As long as you decide that I'm right. As long as you believe all the things that he teaches you. All right. So point number four, instructions on getting started. If you are fully committed to the goals and requirements of Embassy University, then you can go online and register. You will then need to order a daily RAMA journal and a basic seminar workbook. Further instructions will be given to you as you progress. The Freudian slip regarding the blonde. Oh, maybe this is not it. And this one, P, is that, is there a different, um, let's see. I have three, but I got them after rewards. Bed. How much does this university cost? I you don't get to know. It, um, not to be bed. Not be bed. Not be. I'm so confused. P. Um, I don't think you get to know how much it costs. Um, I think it's kind of like one of those, you know, same thing as Scientology. You get to know how much this first thing cost, and then, you know, he can sure. decide how much you need to do later. Well, sure, because like you take the basic seminar that costs, and then, and then you get the next thing, and then you get the next thing. So who knows how much it we all spent on this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. <is>. Okay. <laughs> Twelve. It is. So. <laughs> yeah. Further instructions. Oh, well, bed given to you. Hey. Oh, bed. Oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. All right. There. Thank you, P. I, this, yeah, ADHD just read right over that one. <laughs> All right. So your embassy university online. So it obviously starts. Why does he call it the basic youth conflict seminar on this? But on the other page, he called it the basic seminar. Um, yeah. I thought he changed it to just the basic seminar at one point. Because I don't because know. Maybe it was he's for And he can't. Yeah remember wow. so I here's mean. your <laughs> you're, 85. it's not no. even an associate's degree it's an associate ambassador a BA is a basic ambassador an oh MA degree is a master ambassador so what? <laughs> two completed Rayma journals that confirm daily quoting because you can't just write things and like lie okay Two more years of daily Rama journals with additional online cur- courses and ministry, ministry projects. So basically come work for me for free. Sounds familiar. Hmm. Another two years of Rama journals. So all you need to do is keep a journal and you can earn a PhD. I can do that without 
paying you a cent. Plus, Rayma journals, like, I don't know about you, but like, as a kid, we had to get a Rayma. You just like, you know, flip open the Bible, whichever verse it lands on. That, that was your Rayma. But that that's the thing, though, it was like supposed to like specifically speak to you about something. And so how are you supposed to get these special messages from God every single day? I, I really didn't. I just made it up. Well, of course, obviously, because you had to <laughs> I was fulfill your requirement. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> My gosh, the doctor of philosophy and ambassadorship. Yeah. Two years of journals, online courses, projects. Is that in, in addition to the one, the online courses you did for the MA, probably yeah. experiencing experience teaching others. Go teach me everybody else what I just taught you, so they can buy more of my shit. Yeah. And publishing a book. Probably you will only get approval for this PhD if he approves what you write. So you have to write what he taught you. So you're just regurgitating his teachings. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That's unbelievable. Yeah, man. The inner mind that controls our life. Discover and use your spiritual gift. Your spiritual gift is manipulation and frauding others. Unlock your priceless treasure. <laughs> what does that even mean? Which one? Unlock your priceless treasure. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> that I mean, like the the title just it just makes sense the way he words that because of what he did. Yeah. Oh, not okay. Gross. Yeah, no. Bill no. talking about beds. Hmm. I wonder which <laughs> of those young ladies he had there. Oh God. Yeah, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't even want to go there. I don't want to even, yeah. <sighs> Five giants, every man must conquer. Um, like, like also, abusing young women. Who does his graphics? Because it looks the same. It's the same. I mean, I'm sure it's, I mean, he has people that's obviously helping him because they're running his social media or were at some point. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, who knows what he walked away with from that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Marcy made a point not too long ago is that, um, you know, it wasn't unlike the leadership to still go to Bill and get direction from him without him being technically right. the leader. So right. have they really like completely split from Bill? No. It, it doesn't seem like Probably it because not. they're still peddling his wares. They're just waiting for it to be okay for him to come back. Maybe. I mean, I think they're just waiting for him to die well, and for things to die down. I mean, like if, if you really, if you really wanted to keep the organization going, what you should do is get new shit that isn't 
associated with the pervert that is Bill Gothard. Right. You know? Um. So. Yeah. Or any of the original people. Right. Right. Yeah. A lot of a lot of stuff happened. And the ultimate education for your sons, because your women, your your girls and daughters cannot be educated. Right. Thanks, Father. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. So you can only do this if you're a man. Well, yeah. Because it says, hmm. like, we're just supposed to get married, right? Yeah, you're right. So wait a minute. He says this program is free. But you have to buy his shit to do it and take yeah. online courses. That's just like the IBLP saying that the videos are available for free on their website. But you have to have a membership to watch, I think, more than the first video. I checked. So, because I was going to record them. <laughs> Secrets written by Bill <laughs> Gothard. <laughs> PhD. He does not have a PhD. They are still peddling that lie. I mean, yeah, he is anyway, you know. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. Swear I wrote God. <laughs> yeah, hey, autocorrect does that. I've had it happen. <laughs> Bill Gothard. <laughs> that was this, a good Freudian slip there, Ashley. It out to me before and it is, the irony is not lost. <laughs> It is not. It is not. Autocorrect knows. Even autocorrect. See, I told you the internet knows when we were doing the courtship one and we were going through yeah. the the um, basic seminar workbook. Oh my gosh, the internet did not like it. Uh, give to Bill Gothard's ministry. The internet is completely correct because I didn't like it either. <laughs> yeah. No. Fifteen dollars for your Raymer journal, but it's free to get a PhD. Okay, in your sleep. Inner mind that controls our life. Wow. $20. Life purpose journey. My life purpose, Mr. Gothard, is to expose your lies. Mm -hmm. And apparently your bed. (laughs) Thanks for that, P. That That was funny. Character and command series. $25. The power of deep-rooted love. There was somebody had mentioned that there was another book. I think it was the power of love, and he just changed it to deep-rooted. Like it's just a rebranding. I mean, really. Yeah. That looks very um. Sound of music. The secrets <laughs> of meditation and the eagle always with or, the eagle. Um. What was that movie? Um. About the little boy in the the mountains who like breaks his leg. Do you remember? I that don't one? remember that one. What was it Treasures no, of the Snow? Treasures oh, of the right. Snow. <laughs> yeah. Like one of the few movies they endorsed, and it was like on repeat at the character in. It just like played over and over, like oh, the only channel yeah. you could get. Treasures of the Snow. Uh, there... <laughs> Um, how to experience kingdom power from our inner brain because our outer brain is not enough. I, d- I don't understand his terms what sometimes. $10, secrets of meditation, $10. And there's like 
Whoa. How many pages? Yup, yup, yup. Well, see, you charge like twenty or twenty nine dollars per book, but like you have to get like a thousand mm -hmm. books. That's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. It is a lot of money it to be is. free. It's free. It's free. I swear, buy my books. Yeah. <laughs> You don't understand the concept of free, do you? <laughs> oh my gosh. Let me see. Is this the is this I think we already went through this one? Oh yeah. This was the false accusations one. Uh, yeah, so 48 yeah. new books. Not 49. Wasn't it 49 character qualities? Oh, yeah. 49 is usually I mean, his work. Because like, oh, I'm terrible at math, but what is I don't know. Seven. It's a, is seven? It a factor it's of a seven. Of seven. Yeah. It's something to do with yeah. seven. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the perfect number. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's usually 49. So that is the abyss that is called BillGothard.com. Who knew oh. that even existed? I didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I found it a while ago. I was looking for the IBLP website and I found that. And then I, I think a lot of people do know this, but let's just go ahead and um see if I can find it. Um, a lot of people do know this happened and I will oh nope. Maybe they don't have it. Oh, that's by EDU. Oh, here we go. It's a dot org. So the Advanced Training Institute, which was the home cool um, curriculum. So what they have done is taken it out of a membership only right. factor or whatever you want to call it. Like you don't have to have a membership. Uh, you don't have to be part of the ATI organization paying a membership fee every year to get access to the wisdom booklets. Yeah. It is. That's um, good. But also y'all can just go to like homeschoolers anonymous. Look them up there. Mm -hmm. So. <laughs> yeah. So in their store. <clears throat> oh yeah. Wisdom booklet. Well, that's four. Uh, let me go back to let's see if I can find it. Sorry if my stuff is shaking. I have my computer on a um, TV snack tray. <laughs> so I don't have a permanent like Mine's desk for my <laughs> Streaming. Um, <laughs> wisdom booklets. Okay, here we go. So. Oh, they're on sale for wow. 70 bucks. You can get well, them for free on sure. Homeschoolers Anonymous. Like, yeah. <laughs> go to Homeschoolers Anonymous. They're free. <laughs> mm -hmm. So for the first time since originally published in 1984, the Wisdom Booklet series is being made available for anyone interested in gaining an appreciation for the practical application of God's Word in our lives. Developed to provide a template 
for how the Word of God applies to all of life, this series encourages you to build a biblical worldview by learning to apply Jesus Christ's own words of life to the study of linguistics, history, science, law, and health, which is all probably made of bullshit. Each wisdom booklet explores and expands upon the meaning of verses from Jesus' famous Sermon on the Mount, as recorded in Matthew 5 through 7, how you get 49 books out of that few verses boggles my mind, but okay. Because you just twisted. <laughs> yeah. Because you tell me how how learning about how like a city on a hill cannot be hidden can be applied to science. <laughs> Yeah, he did it though. No, apparently, no, he didn't. It just—I know he didn't. He tried. <laughs> Thought he did, but you know. Okay, so by taking a unit study approach, the wisdom booklet serves to scratch the surface of the depth of the riches of God's word, and it's our prayer that each booklet will awaken. In you, a desire to meditate and search more deeply into the scriptures. Each booklet provides intriguing and thought-provoking examples on how to apply Jesus' teachings to modern life, filled with illustrations, concepts, and analogies that will stay in your life. The wisdom booklets show perspective into God's heart. We invite you to take a closer look at a free sample of Wisdom Booklet 1 and consider how this valuable resource will be of benefit to you as an individual Bible study resource. You know, it's ironic. Did you hear that? Ironically, it did make me search scriptures more, but not in the way that he's saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way to say that proving what he taught is false. So, he says he can charge what he wants. It's not like people are paying for a college education for their children because they're giving, right? Exactly. So, this is what a lot of people were like pointing out about this new, you know, ATI is gone and it's now available for all is that it's being promoted as a Bible study. Which, when Bill Gothard was around, he was like, you are going to get the equivalent of a college degree by going through this. So it has basically said this is an invalid form of education. And it's in writing right there. It is a Bible study. Mm -hmm. That was scripture. We didn't learn anything. (laughs) No, I mean, I mean we, learned, it, it, we learned things, just not the things that we needed to learn. And if if parents didn't supplement, it was yeah. not sufficient to give you even yeah. a high school equivalent education. Mm-hmm. You know, you and, know, and so yeah, I mean, in the book, um, I'm sorry, <laughs> ADHD brain is failing me. That's okay. Um, <laughs> Uh, what's her name? Heather, Heather Grace. Um, oh, what'd she say? Anyways, she, she said it was like, um, educational abuse that we didn't get to. 
Right. Oh, do you remember what the name of the book was? That yes, I will share that one second. <laughs> Ashley said, "Wisdom booklets equals the reason I had to get tutors in college." Yep. Heather, yep. Heather Grace Heath. Um, the okay. book is called "Lovingly Abused." No, right. I've been wanting to get. Haven't that. read that. It is so good. It was so so dang validating. Yeah, <laughs> you grew up as a child. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, that is the the Bobby Holt Bill Guthrie episode. Does anybody have any questions for myself or Michelle about the the culty things that are cultish? <laughs> um, or that he said wasn't a cult, but totally was. I I love how his his website just proves it. Yeah. You know, so it's you know it's yeah. <laughs> if you have to if you have to say it more than once, then you're trying to convince people that what you're saying is true. Hold on, Ashley. Wisdom booklets, reason you had to get tutors in college. You went to college? Good for you. Oh, yeah. Yay. <laughs> Yay. So, yeah, I mean, I was not educated with the, the wisdom books. I was in Catholic school for most of my um, grammar school and then I was homeschooled for high school, but it wasn't through that. Um, also recommend a book a lot of us are currently reading, and I highly recommend Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents. Oh. I just had that recommended to me. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm currently reading, unfortunately, oh, um, Creative Views Help Me to cover it Ugh. on the podcast how triggering is I've that got, oh my gosh so triggering i got i think i'm in chapter one and i have like 10 things highlighted already just the word help me triggers me your servant slave should be what it says so um so yeah um we marcy and i have been working on recording some stuff um at just as a like general announcement i have no idea when i'm gonna get season two like started to come out we're talking about possibly going to every other week mm -hmm. and then also doing a once a month live so um there is a potential that I might be working a second job here soon. And so I do all of the editing and posting and, and stuff. So I, my time is going to be limited. So I'm trying to get as much out as possible. And that way I can start like scheduling it while I'm like starting this new thing. Cause it's going to eventually transition into a full-time position, I hope. Um, but it may just, continue to be a side job for a while so i don't know like how much time i'm going to have to vote to the podcast in the near future yeah. so trying to get it all out as much as i can to start like being scheduled to come out soon so just a balancing act with life not to mention your content is rather triggering so That's we understand true. if you need to take your time 
<laughs> yeah, I was thinking like all of the books that we have like scheduled to do it. Um, so we we are also doing the mental health series as well. So it's going to kind of hopefully balance some of this as well. Um, and that way it's not so like it's heavy. It's really heavy mm -hmm. to like go through all of this stuff because I read The Created to Be His Help Meet years ago. And I tried to apply it to my life and also tried not to throw up while I was reading it. And mm. I'll share that story of why that happened and why I thought that when I didn't cover it. But yeah, um, <laughs> super, super triggering. Yeah. My mom bought me, helped me. I read a couple highlights of chapter one to my husband and he told me, throw it away. That's amazing. Uh, yes, take care a good of yourself, man, Ashley. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, all right. So we have we had kind of a long one tonight, and mm -hmm. Michelle is an hour ahead of 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 me. So I definitely want to help her get to bed at a reasonable hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So thank you so so much for for joining us, and a big thank you to Michelle for stepping in as um co-host on the fly this was fun <laughs> no preparation <laughs> he kind of liked yeah. not being prepared <laughs> made it a little more <laughs> yeah you didn't Honestly. have too much time to think about it right yeah couldn't overthink anything <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome yeah. well i i enjoyed having you with me and um just yeah, keep mercy in your thoughts and mm -hmm. hopefully she feels better soon. And uh, y'all have a wonderful night. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share with all your friends. Um, and what else? Exactly. Don't forget <laughs> to come join the rebellion. Right. You'll have a great night. <laughs> all right. I have to. Blah, blah. Yeah, that. Mm -hmm.